Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 5th of September and on this day in Christian history. We go back to the year 1942 and we travelled to Germany where the Czech priest Joseph Baran was imprisoned in the Dachau concentration camp. He was given the number 25844 after the Nazis had targeted him for subversive and dangerous behaviour. He would survive the death camp and he was freed in 1945 upon Allied liberation and Pope Pius XII subsequently nominated him to head the Prague Archdiocese. Following the communist coup in 1948 in the then Czechoslovakia, Baran publicly opposed the new regime and was put under house arrest and moved by secret police from village to village. Authorities wanted to quench the ties between him and his flock and he became a symbol of opposition to totalitarian regimes. In 1965, Pope Paul VI appointed Baran a cardinal. The communist government allowed him to leave for Rome and he was involved in the Second Vatican Council. He died in 1969 and was buried in the papal crypt of St. Peter's. He's the only Czech person to be buried with such honour. He's an example for you all, said Pope Paul VI over his deathbed. He is one of the reasons why I pray for the country called Czechoslovakia. However, Baran stated that he always wanted to be buried at home one day, stating so in his final will. And in 2018, his remains were translated to the Czech Republic and he was buried at St. Vitus Cathedral. Joseph Baran was born into a poor Catholic family in Pilsen, about 50 miles west of Prague in 1888. And Pilsen is now, of course, famous, world famous, for Pilsner beer, created by the Bavarian brewer Joseph Groll in the city in 1842. Baran's father was a teacher, but money was so short that there was nothing to put on the table. Years later, Baran recalled reminding communist officials that he had probably came from a much more miserable background than they had. He was a talented student who thought about studying medicine but went in 1907 to the Czech College in Rome. He was ordained a priest in 1911 and a year later was awarded his doctorate in theology. He became a professor and later director of a teaching institute in the centre of Prague and promoted women's education and then was appointed director of all Catholic schools when the acting Nazi ruler of Bohemia, Reinhard Heydrich, died following an audacious attack by Czechoslovaks, a parachuted in from Britain. Baran was one of the thousands rounded up by the Gestapo in June 1942, to be punished. And today he ended up at the German concentration camp of Dachau, on the outskirts of Munich, one of 122 Czechoslovak Catholic priests sent there. 
He was close to death at one point in the camp with typhus. And later said that every minute afterwards it was a gift from God. On liberation in May 1945, Baran and the survivors returned home in hastily adapted SS uniforms. There was nothing else for them to wear. And he was immediately seen as a likely candidate to be Archbishop of Prague, who would bring prestige to the church and counter the rising communist influence as he was perceived as a hero, as a person who had taken part in the anti-Nazi resistance. The communists pushed through land reform, which reduced church property before 1948. They also took steps to curb church publications on the grounds that there was a shortage of paper after the war. A series of negotiations began, but the communists wanted to tame the Catholic Church, which they had identified as the only real challenger to their power, and they demanded a clear declaration of loyalty from the church. But Baran was unwilling to give that endorsement. So the communists tried to split the church by using collaborators both in the ranks of priests and laypeople. And the so-called Catholic Action Movement was aimed at serving communist goals by creating a schism in the Catholic Church. And when Archbishop Baran began reading out a declaration denouncing Catholic Action in St. Vitus Cathedral, on June 19, 1949, he was able to read the first sentence before his words were drowned out by secret police agitators packed into the cathedral. He returned to the Archbishop's palace to find a handful of officers waiting for him. It was the start of a 16-year regime of house arrest and imprisonment at various sites around the country. Relations between the Vatican and the Communists began to improve in the 1960s, with talks launched in 1963. One of the key points was what to do about Archbishop Baran. And in 1965, Baran was appointed a cardinal. The Communists spelled out that they would allow him to go to Rome, but only if he never returned. Baran was at first unwilling to accept the deal, but the Vatican pointed out that it would at least allow the appointment of a new archbishop to better defend it. He flew to Rome on February 19th, 1965, never to return to his homeland. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can. As we look at Blaise Pascal and Jansenism, to make our archives easier to work, we've started to group them into themes. And the first group, called Theologians, is going up this week, from Aquinas to von Balthasar. So if you visit www.pogp.net, you can see them. And if you'd like to give any feedback, you can email us on pogpod at gmail.com If you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends and have a lovely day wherever you are. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for today's music and thanks for listening. <laughs>